The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Nicole L. Davis, not her real name, is a flight attendant for a global airline that shall remain anonymous. Nicole's first published book, When the Seatbelt Sign Goes Off, is a series of adventures and misadventures of a flight attendant always ready to figure out the next destination in life. And she's with us here just now. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Now, where are you at the moment? Are you at home or are you maybe somewhere that you've flown to? So I'm actually at my new home, which is in Honolulu, Hawaii. Oh, that sounds absolutely lovely. And there's an airport in Honolulu, so that's convenient for you. Exactly. Yeah. So life has taken another turn. (laughs) I've been here for about six months now. So what is the typical day in the life of a flight attendant, if indeed there even is one? Actually, there probably is not Mm. a typical day. It really depends on... um, your seniority as far as if you are a new hire or if you've been flying for 30 years. So there's not mm-hmm. a, a, a typical day, but it mainly consists of sometimes <laughs> sometime during the day getting to the airport yeah. and working a flight. It could be in the morning, it could be in the afternoon, it could be in the evening, overnight. Um, think about a typical day at the airport. It can vary depending on the weather and you know the time of the year. Yeah. So that same with the flight attendants. It's either really quiet or really busy. Yeah. Do you get to choose where you fly to or is that just chosen for you? It depends. Mm. Again, it depends on if you're a new hire or if you've been in the business for 20 plus years, then you can yeah. probably pick and choose your trips a little bit better. But when you're what they call junior, you pretty much um, have a limited selection of trips. Um, if you're brand new, you're reserved and you go where, wherever they tell you to go. Yeah. It must be maybe annoying that you get to fly to these places but you can't really check them out yeah and so it's great when you do have enough time to check some place out Um, i've had some great trips where it's like okay i have a 24 hours i can you know go out and see and explore stuff and you make the most of it sometimes you just don't get you just don't sleep Uh, other times you have 
time on your own and which mm-hmm. is the best time to go and check out, you know, you'll have a vacation a week or two or you'll have some downtime. So you can fly or jump on a plane and, and explore on your own, which is, is the, the great place. Yeah. So, yeah, the flight benefits are still great. Even if you don't get to use them sometimes while you're working, you can always use them in your off time. Yeah. And is it true that you only get paid for the time that the plane is in the air? Yeah. What's, what's called um, typical in the industry is what's called door open and door closed. So when that door closes yeah. is when your, you know, your flight time or your hourly rate starts at. Yeah. So if there's a delay at the airport and the doors haven't closed yet, then I guess you don't get any extra payment for that. Um, usually there are some, and it's, it depends on, you know, what's in the contract. There is something where you may get a little bit of pay if it goes over 30 minutes and everything like that. Mm. What's called holding pay. So there is some stipula- some stipulations, but a lot of times if you're, you know, the weather delay or you're sitting at the gate in the airport, you're, n- you're not getting paid. Yeah. You're still on duty, but you're not necessarily getting paid. So it's a different industry, unlike uh, um, any other, you know, in the industry as far as all the rules and all the re- regulations, especially yeah. airport operations. There's so many moving parts, which, you know, I have to learn about. Even how your pay is calculated can be confusing. Yeah. So, of course, you've written this book about your experiences when the seatbelt sign goes off. What made you want to write a book about your experience? Well, it was such, it was several reasons um, for it. But one is it was such um, a great, it was just such a fascinating experience um, for me as coming from completely different worlds and especially very unexpected for me. And I had so many new experiences. And I, you know, I like writing, I like telling stories and I had a lot of stories to tell. And then I wanted to give people a really a look into what is it like to be as a flight attendant today? You know, it was Mm -hmm. really, a lot of people always think, oh, it's so glamorous and oh, it's such a luxurious life. And we have our perks, but it's still a a job. And, you know, we still have to figure out how to do the day-to-day stuff when we're constantly, you know, traveling and constantly um, dealing with, you know, so many variables. Yeah. So that's what I want to kind of, you know, a lot of people are fascinated. I just thought it would be fun to write about it. And, it. and it was. Yeah. And that glamorous thing is interesting because I think somebody said once, flying can be glamorous, but you've got to bring the glamour with you. Yeah. Yeah. Very absolutely. Things are different, you know, from when flying first started, you know, and then after 9-11. It's just a different, you know, world up in the air. You know, you still have your your private jet setters. We are probably living the luxe life, but commercial flying for the most part, um, not so much. (laughs) Yeah. And the book has different acts as well, doesn't it? Three different sections. What is the purpose of doing that? Well, there were different parts um, to my life to my life it covers a period about about eight years and they're just different periods one for me being a new hire you know learning everything was kind of the the first act and dealing with the whole you know new set of challenges and then the second act was kind of me being um comfortable in the job in the job and starting to really explore you know new places like i you know i like to travel i like to explore but i also Mm -hmm. wanted to live in different places which i had a chance to, to do like live part-time in like Mexico. So it's me getting more adventurous and really using my flight benefits on a on a different level to you know I went to so many different workshops and conferences and just trying to you know 
live my life to the fullest. And then act three is kind of like dealing with, you know, burnout. Like, is this really for me? Dealing with, you know, family issues, dealing with relationship issues and really having to think about like, is this lifestyle going to work for the, for the, the long run? So I just decided, you know, different chapters and different phases. I'm probably right now at my, you know, act four, <laughs> yeah. which in some ways I'm starting all over again with a new location and then post COVID. Yeah. Why do you think people would want to to read about your life. The book is available on Amazon and I think from what I've been, you know, reading the reviews and everything, flight attendant life is exciting and people wow. are curious. And what I hope to provide is really a different perspective. A lot of times, a lot of the books you'll find right now is people talk about the quirky stories of the passengers yeah. on the plane. And let me tell you this funny thing that happens, but there's so much more, you know, so I want to kind of make it like, you know, more than just my job. You know, that's why it's called When the Seatbelt Sign Goes Off. I'm referring to the last time yeah. it goes off. It's the, when the plane lands. It's when, you know, it's finally it's time to get off the plane. Yeah. And there's so much of a life that happens out of that that I think that the people can relate to. Mm. And it's, that's what I think is going to be of interest. Like people will be like, wow, I never knew that about flight attendant life. And then, you know, you get a journey into my personal story. Yeah. There seem to be so many news articles about a passenger on an aeroplane that's being really disruptive. Is that really common or do we just see loads of really unlikely cases? Well, you have to understand there's um, any time in the world there are thousands of flights a day, tens of thousands of flights, I want to say, going out, in and out a day. So I want to say the majority of those are, you know, common. Anytime you're dealing with with the public, you're going to have something happen. But I want to yeah. say the news will really highlight, you know, an incident on the on the plane. There's been an uptick of, especially after COVID, of odd situations. But I don't still say most of my flights have been very, very calm. I've never had any kind of world star fights on my plane. You know, the yeah. biggest has been he's he's taking my armrest. So I've been very fortunate in that. But I want to say that, of course, whenever you see a story on the news, is out of the ordinary. And mm. of course, it's going to be replayed over and over again. Yeah. So it's um yeah it's I want to say there's a place for that you know you hear stories and you forget forget about them but when you think of the grand scheme of how many flights are going in and out for the day it's kind of like one of those things it it's rare but it happens when you hear about you know plane crashes for example it's rare but you know it still happens yeah and sometimes these articles are like the passenger playing the victim when it was obviously them that was wrong there's always more to the story than what's in the news Mm. you know as a flight attendant we you know we can read read something we can know what really happened so yeah Yeah. that's a lot of times the lawyers who are saying okay say this so you know I always my rule of thumb unless I was on the flight I really don't know what happened (laughs) and I'm too too jet lagged to kind of figure out (laughs) you know to investigate or want to know what happened on on the plane you know I have like everyone theories and everything based on it but that's the whole thing unless you were there and you saw everything then you don't necessarily you know know what happened yeah and that's a good point about jet lag because presumably that will affect you I don't know if you do long haul or short haul but how do you Mm -hmm. get around that um there's no getting around it there's no getting around (laughs) it you're 
you're just, uh, you deal with it. Yeah. And, you know, with rest, I've had to learn how to rest after trip, you know, yeah. get sleep as much as I can, try not to, you know, take it easy, exercise, eat right, drink a lot of water. So there's, there's no getting getting around it at all. It's just a matter of dealing with it and then trying to recover from it effectively. Yeah. And also you say in the book that you're an introvert. Does that make your job harder, you know, having to deal with people? No, not necessarily because I probably have trained myself mm. necessary to, you know, just I've, I've been an entrepreneur. And so I've had to just, you know, give myself pep talks before I go out into the world yeah. <laughs> to remember to smile, really remember to be friendly. And then after one thing is I have to do after is, you know, dealing with the public and so many people, and, you know, being outgoing is like most introverts to have to take that time to get be quiet and yeah. recharge, give myself time to, to, to. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile. We like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Decompressed. Like, I've had to learn how to deal with it. But I'm really, you know, of course, I'm happiest when I'm reading a book. (laughs) Read, Read a book sitting by my sitting by myself yeah and as well part of the book deals with covid how has that affected your work i mean did your airline cancel flights or did they still happen because i think certainly in the uk it was a bit of a mixture depending on which airline yeah it was it's a it's a completely different world now Mm. yeah and it was 
you know, I wasn't working after 9-11, but, you know, yeah. after 9-11, you had a severe drop in, you know, people who were flying. And with COVID, that's what happened as well. Yeah. I talk about in the book when um, COVID started happening, I was on, on vacation in Guatemala, um, or I was working on the book in Guatemala, and I came back and things were like night and day. Airplanes were empty, and I was still yeah. trying to figure out, like, okay, what, what's going on? Why is plane empty on the way there, on the way back? So one of the things, um, you know, I talked about in the book was I, you know, have this job that I love and, you know, industry was, was facing so many, such a drop in demand. I didn't know if I'd still be an employee and it has changed. I've decided, you know, not to fly during COVID. I, uh, we are offered because there wasn't a lot of work leave, a uh, leave of absence. Mm. And so, um, during that time I was able to finish, finish the book, but still, you know, we wear masks now. We have yeah. to wear masks for, you know, 10 hours a day. You know, we still have those who don't want to wear masks on planes and you have to tell them again and again, you know, put your mask on. So yeah. I hear that's ending soon. We'll, mm. you know, we'll, we'll see, but it's, it's been different. It's another layer of, of stress yeah you know, and then people are still been locked in and they lack their <laughs> they've forgotten some of their manners their social skills and just how to operate in crowds mm. so dealing with that too and different protocols of cleaning yeah. so much so it, it it definitely the job is not the same it's changed again yeah and here's a weird thing about the masks in the uk anyway when they've been mandatory you go into a shop and you know there's a few people that still aren't wearing them for whatever reason but then when you go on a plane it's like everyone's wearing one and i wonder why that is do people just listen more to instructions on a plane for some reason oh i would like to say yeah it depends and then mm. i know internationally it it is a, a bit easier for people to just follow instructions <laughs> versus <laughs> d domestic <laughs> yeah. um, here in the u.s people just you know they always want to do what they want to do and international is just a, a bit different but mm. Um, so what what tends to just happen is I think when people are nervous, so they are likely to follow instructions, which is, yeah. is greatly appreciated. There's you know a crowd of people, which especially you should be in crowd mindful. You know, yeah, a lot of people when COVID was at its height was were contracting COVID when they traveled and when they were in large groups. So it's you know like the seatbelt thing is for um, like the seatbelt buckling your seatbelt or not getting up with, when it's turbulent is not only for your safety yeah. but it's also for those around you yeah so that's the same way with the mask yeah and in the time that you've been a flight attendant have passengers got worse no i mm. want to say overall no i think it's kind of like you're always going to have you know for the end of time just some people who are just who leave the house aren't going to be just let's say butthole yeah. <laughs> um you know no matter where they go yeah you know if they're on a plane if they're in the grocery store they're just going to be that person yeah. <laughs> so i would say it's about the about 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 this about the same that i've seen um yeah yeah i think maybe right after covid it's a little bit more stressed so passengers were a bit worse i know mm. you know in the industry there has been um an uptick in you know unruly passengers yeah and from my um perspective perspective I haven't seen that just yet. Yeah. But I did miss, fortunately, I missed some of the, I missed a lot of the COVID traveling since I, I didn't work during that. Yeah. And of course, as well, there's this secret language on a plane, isn't there really? Some of the beeps mean stuff 
to the crew, don't they? Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's we yeah we know we uh, we know that they mean as far as you know you have the, yeah. your passenger chimes going off. You have your <laughs> calls from the flight deck. You know we have our calls to each other. You know and then you know we do certain things when the planes are um, getting ready to land. We have signals for that. So mm-hmm. yep, it's like any industry where we have our own lingo and we have our cues. So while you're you know on the plane watching a movie, reading reading a book, we're you know getting the cabin ready for you know landing for takeoff or we're getting doing service in between so it's always you know different stuff our experience on plane is a lot different (laughs) from the passenger from the passengers and that you know how it is for sure and i heard that if one of the chimes goes off three times in a row that means there's an emergency is there any truth to that no it's different from our it's different for aircraft different aircraft Ah. so it's just different yeah so we have different different signals um for that yeah um yeah so there's like you know you can alert alert nor normally as far as if there's an uh, um an emergency emergency we'll you know turn the lights on high and you know get on the pa type to let all the passengers know yeah everything like that so i would say looking trying to interpret the chimes for an emergency mm. which can would probably not be the most effective yeah. effective way because i've had before you know the laboratory smoke alarm goes off <laughs> <laughs> and you know so that's you know and it's very alarming but then unbest it's a false alarm for mm. someone pressed the wrong button yeah. or someone was trying a hairspray or something like that so I would say you know then you're just scared for or without any reason <laughs> yeah and what kind of emergencies are you trained for I guess you're probably trained for pretty much all of them right yep yeah very very much so yeah. and what we deal with a lot of times is medical emergencies mm. you know someone it could be something that someone passes out someone's having a heart attack um someone has you know a stroke so we're trained for all that like basic um emergency services of course um how to do cpr we know how to do that and then you know we we have training for you know what happens if you know there's um, smoke in the cabin yeah. kind of deal what what do we do with that you know what happens if the pilot tells us there's a mechanical issue so that's what all our, our training is for so we know how to handle all of the different situations that could happen yeah. on a plane and that's what the flight attendants are for so we're not yeah. just serving those yeah. sandwiches and a drink that's really really secondary <laughs> yeah and I suppose sometimes as well there might be an emergency where ordinarily you would feel very worried about it but you have to stay calm because fear can be contagious can't it you don't want to startle the passengers yeah absolutely it's just like you know we're just like a, a the fire firefighter police mm. and everything else or we're we're trained and we're hired to stay calm under pressure yeah so you know a lot of times too um especially turbulence when mm. i'm you know the best place to be during uh really bad turbulence is in your seat with your seatbelt fastened and so that's where I am too so I always see like the pastors looking at me to see if I'm worried across my face and all that and I'm usually just you know bored yeah. <laughs> um, because you know it's not because I know that it's not a, a concern if the plane just bounces and floats floats around um, especially very very extremely rare for a commercial plane to just fall out the air during turbulence yeah 
it's happened at all. Yeah, that would be weird. Yeah, very. So I try to convey with my facial expressions a lot of times. Yeah. Just to stay calm. Yeah. So definitely that's one of our things is just to keep everyone, you know, really calm and calm and, and safe and everything like that. Yeah. And of course, there are some members of crew at the front of the plane and others at the back. Where is the best place to be as a crew member? Oh, as a crew member, there isn't. Everyone has their preference mm. preferences of where the positions they want to work, which sometimes you choose and sometimes you're you're assigned to. Yeah. Um, some people like working up in the front, you know, with first class. Other people like working in the, the back with coach and economy. It just it really yeah. depends on, on the preference. So there's not any best place to be. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My favorite my 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 favorite place is off the plane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's finished. <laughs> so I don't, I don't have any pre- preference. Sometimes I like working in the front because it tends to be a bit calmer and quieter, but not necessarily all the time. It just depends on the the flight, the destination, the number of people, and all that that good stuff. But that's funny, you know. Some people like working in the galley mm. where they get to, you know, cook and serve the food all the time, and some people don't like that at all because they say it's, you know, so much work. So it really it depends on the flight attendant. Yeah, absolutely. Well, with this book. Do you think that in the future you would extend it or maybe write another book? Everyone really enjoys the storytelling in the book and I had so much fun. Yeah. And so I'm thinking about for my next book, it will be fiction. Ooh. And one of the things, yeah, and one of the things I was really, um, so I've done a lot of travels. Of course, I've met a lot of people, yeah. especially uh, expats, U.S. Mm. expats. Um, I met a lot of black expats too during my um, travels. And I really think, you know, the everyone's from different walks of life with different stories. So I'm thinking about maybe a fiction book yeah. about, you know, know expat you know why people leave and why people stay so that's um kind of it'll be in the same kind of travel international um genre but i think i may may go ahead and try my hand at fiction we'll 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 see how you know this 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 book is doing yes great well where can we find the latest book when the seatbelt sign goes off yes absolutely it is available on amazon definitely in the uk and everywhere um, what you can do is you just go to Amazon, type in the title, and it will pop up right there. I would really appreciate it if uh, people leave reviews. If they decide to purchase the book and read it, definitely leave a review. Let me know what you think. That would um, be much appreciated. Great. Well, many thanks for joining us here on the show today, and I look forward to welcoming you on board <laughs> again soon. Thank you so much for having me. I re- really, really appreciate the opportunity. It's funny. You asked a lot of great questions. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.